Here we go with podcast number 21. I appreciate everybody taking the time to listen and to, to write in. Uh, I appreciate people that clicked on my donate link. That's fantastic. And today's topic uh, is, is actually one that I've put off a little bit because it's probably the most uh, subjective one that I've, I've done so far and I've been actually been a little bit anxious with it as well. Uh, yeah, the topic is feel, right? How, uh, you know, how to have feel or how to develop feel. So let's just dive right into it. I, I, I can't give you feel. So if you're looking to listen to this and you just say, okay, I'll listen to this, I'm going to have feel, it's not going to happen. I can't do that. That would be like me saying, I'm going to give you taste or I'm going to give you um, uh, what, what your vision does, right? I can't do that. But what I can do is put you in a position so you can develop it for have to have feel on your own. And that's exactly what we're going to do uh, do today is, is talk about that. So first of all, feel. Why, why is feel important and, and how do we develop it? Well, to start off with feel, why do we why do we want to have feel? And really, what feel feel covers so many different topics. But the overlying thing with feel is confidence. And you can ask literally any crew chief at a very very high level, what's the one thing that they're looking for with their rider? Confidence. If if they have a bike that they like, or have a bike that allows them to ride the way they want to ride it. Guess what? They're going to go very very quickly on it because they can feel what the bike is going to do at the right time. So the overlying thing of this is you've got the right feel, you're going to have the right confidence. So with that is also with feel, to be able, really what you're looking for is to be able to to react to what the motorcycle is doing in real time. And we, we don't want to have Again, it goes back to be the whole proactive versus reactive um, issues, right? So if we're if we can feel what the, the, the what the motorcycle is doing in real time, then we can certainly react to what we're doing, what the motorcycle is doing, and then we can put the bike in the right place at the right time, or have the proper feedback. So so you can tell the you can tell your crew chief or your suspension guy or mapping guy or whatever what's going on with it. Even on the street as well, uh, much of this applies to the street. In some ways, uh, <laughs> you just don't know what the grip levels are out in the street. Uh, so a lot of this applies to the street as well. So being able to react to what the motorcycle is doing in real time, and, and really what you're doing is also being you're you're being a, you're collecting data, right? So you're you're literally collecting data on what the bike is doing, so you can provide feedback as well. And how do we? How do we start to get that going, right? So how do we start to put ourselves in a, in a position to be able to do that? Two things. One, it starts with, it, it all goes back to the fundamentals that, uh, of course, I've, I've blabbed about here on, 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 the, uh, on the podcast. Uh, but it all starts with consistency and your motor controls. If you're not going to have a consistent action for something, right, then it's very difficult to be able to take that data in and have a consistent way of, of looking at it. So you don't go to the brakes the same way. You don't go the way the throttles the same way. Very difficult to to um, say the bike is doing one way, doing one thing or the other if you don't have that consistency with it. Or same thing with your lines, right? If you're taking a different line, you're apexing differently. How are you able to properly judge what's going on? The next part of it is motor controls. Your initial braking, your end of braking, your initial throttle, how you move your body is what allows you to adjust. If we have a consistent way of doing that, then you know by your consistent, the consistent start of your process, if the rest of the process doesn't follow suit, 
then you've got something to mess with. And of course, being able to, to have a report card for that, and that's why we have those other report cards. So having the consistency and having the motor controls really starts that process. And as we're, as we're, we're, we're kind of talking about um, the motor controls, let's dive into that a little bit more. Putting yourself in a position to have feel with your motor controls. I, I, I can't understate that enough. Think about it, right? Let's, let's look at a piano player, right? Piano player walks up to the piano, sits back down, or sits down, sits down in front of it, can adjust however it needed to adjust, and they take the weight off their hands so they're able to feel the keys for what's going on. If they have weight on their hands, if they stood up, right? You do see some piano players be able to stand up, but of course, they're, I can guarantee their core is just about engaged. I mean, would you literally try to push down on the piano, push down with weight on your hands while you try to play the piano? No, you don't have any feel. All of your actions become much more clumsy. So it's the same thing with your hands. If when we go to the breaks, right? People that have that have worked with me, they know how we go, know how I how I teach this, right? We sit up on the brakes. We use more of the palms of our hands to uh, to tell the bike what to do or to support ourselves on the uh, support ourselves on the bike. Our fingers then are free. Our fingers are free for brake to to actuate the brakes and to release the brakes. Same with clutch feel. Oh, I can never get the clutch out smooth enough. Well, a lot of it ends up being because you've got too much weight on your hands. So. Put your hands in a position to have weight at the right time, right? When you're braking, your hands are loaded, but your fingers are free. That's where brake and clutch feel come from. So now as we turn into the corner, we turn into the corner, right? That weight starts to go down through our arm, through the core of our body into our lower body. So then we still have got that light, nice light touch on the bar. Yes, there's bar pressure, but there's not a lot of bar input. We have enough pressure to support ourselves but also to develop that feel. And then, of course, as we exit the corner, we have our weight much, much more down low. We have weight in our feet, weight in our butt, and we'll get into that in just a second as well, but, uh, as well, but a lot of weight on that outside thigh. So <clears throat> going into the corner, let's put our hands in the right position to break so we can have break feel. So we turn into the corner. Let's transfer that weight into our core, our, that, outside, uh, that outside thigh, so your hands that are free to feel what front and rear grip are. Front grip is going to come from your hands. It's going to come from your hands and your fingers. Rear grip is going to come from your feet and your butt. That's where rear grip is going to come from. So in the middle of the corner is you've got your core tightened up, you've got your outside thigh against the, against the tank, your inside foot's the right spot. There's not going to be a lot of, I mean, there's weight on your butt, but there's not, not all of the weight is on your butt because your core is engaged, right? If all the weight's on your butt, I know your feet's not engaged and it's very difficult to have some of that feel. So you don't have all the weight, weight on your butt. You have some weight in your butt, but it's enough to develop some feel. Same thing with your feet, right? Having your feet in the right spot will allow the, literally a direct connection between the rear tire and your feet, and that's exactly what you're looking for. So rear feel's coming from your butt in uh, your feet, front grip is coming from your hands and your fingers, and also, kind of, yeah, hands and fingers at that point. So I wanted to talk about that. Um, the other thing I want to kind of get into with, with this ends up being the timing of feel. And this is something that you may not have thought about. If the front of the bike doesn't, oh, the front of the bike doesn't feel good. What feels good about it? I don't know. It just doesn't feel good. Okay, let's. That needs to be broken way. Needs to be broken down much more. So, again, going back to the consistent way of going to the brakes, 
consistent way of turning in. Is the front end not does the front end not feel good when you go to the brakes? Does the front end not feel good when you release the brakes? Does the front end not feel good as you turn into the corner and take some of the weight off of your hands? Where is that feel not comfortable? Break it down real break it down much, much finer, more precise than you think. If you say, well, turn three doesn't feel good to me, that doesn't give me much to go on. So we'll dissect it as to, is it, is it on the entry? Yes, yes, it's on the entry. Okay, great. Is it when you go to the brake? Is it when you release the brake? Is it at, so we have to look at, we, we look into that scenario as well. Same thing with the exit. So as you go to the exit and, and go, well, gosh, when I pick up the throttle, I can't feel what the bike is doing. So then we work on taking a little bit more weight off of our hands, taking a little bit more weight off of our butt to make sure everything's engaged to, to be able to develop that. So think about the timing of where this feel comes in, and that will absolutely shortcut some of these things. So <clears throat> let's, let's, uh, let's, let's then skip around a little bit and um, thinking, think about um, what can we do then to put ourselves in that position? What can we do to put ourselves in that position for feel? I've given you some of the, the, the things on how we start to deal with it. One is let's make sure our ergonomics are correct, right? Let's make sure that um, our body's in the right place. We're using that report card of that outside, fight, outside thigh, our foot in the right spot. If we've got that consistent way of being on the bike, it'll give you a much easier, much, much easier way of, of developing feel. So we need to look at our ergonomics as well. Let's be present. Let's be in the moment. I'm going to touch on that more in just a second. Let's get our eyes working, right? The more we use our eyes, the more we're focused and we can be present. Okay, we already talked about our hands, um, our, our fingers, our butt, and our feet. And of course, now we've got some of those report cards <clears throat> with the timing of it uh, and, and literally what uh, the front end feel is going to come off of our hands and fingers. The rear end feel is going to come off of our butt and our feet. So think about where that's coming from. What I wanted to talk about when I said I'd come back to it is coming back to um, when you're when you're when you're coming into the corner the only thing that I'm concerned about is front grip I'm literally like if my fingers are on the brake or I'm decelerating my only thought is is entry 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 or front 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 that's it right that's all I'm focused on if I'm focused on so many other different things I'm not going to be able to think about what the front is doing and how it's reacting and how it is feeling so Again, that's where being present in the moment makes a big difference. If my hand's on the throttle, my only thought is exit, 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 right? What's the rear tire, do, what's the rear tire doing? How much throttle can I give? And let the tire talk to me. Let the bike talk to me because I put myself in a position for that. So if I'm decelerating, all I'm thinking about is the entry. If I'm accelerating, all I'm thinking about is the exit. And that absolutely narrows down some of those things. So... <clears throat> Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about those motor. I want to talk a little bit more about motor controls, and this is where the initial inputs and the, and the inputs also uh, make such a big deal. If you're snapping on the brake lever very, very hard, you're not going to be able to develop any of that feel. I talked about this with uh, when we talked about the degree of application. Remember the pencil analogy, right? So if you just snap the pencil, you're never going to be able to develop the feel. Just hearing that pencil crack, 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 crack snap, right? Having that nice, soft motor controls, building that brake pressure is what allows feel. Plus, it also allows your brain to catch up in the moment as well. So, initial motor controls and the motor controls, huge, huge deal with building feel. 
So what are some of the things that we can practice to make this happen? And there, there's actually a bunch of things that you can do to, to, to feel this and make it happen. One, one that I love is riding XR100s or TTR125s. Feeling the bike move around, feeling how subtle the controls need to be. I, I did a bunch of dirt days the, this winter uh, where we ride mini bikes. And we did not have the greatest weather this uh, this winter, and we were under, under some pretty atrocious uh, conditions. And man, talk about developing feels! The bike is completely was ice skating below below you. So <clears throat> I'm a big fan of the mini bikes developing feel, uh, and all of these same principles uh, work with uh, mini bikes as well. Just initial controls and getting the weight off of their hands. So I love that. Um, I also like go karts, indoor go karts, super fun. Uh, the, you know, polished, polished concrete, the thing's going to slide around. And again, letting at a high pace on those carts, if the thing slides, you just lost time. Anytime that cart is sliding, you lost time. So developing that feel of just, again, letting the thing walk around underneath of you, walk around underneath you, let the thing ice skate while still keeping the thing driving forward and not rushing those entries. I love, I love the little go-karts for that. I think they're fantastic. You can still do some of the things in your in your car as well. Um, just just to realizing when I'm driving my car, as I accelerate, right, I'm going to feel what the rear is doing with my butt. As I turn in, I'm going to use my hands on the steering wheel to feel what the front grip is doing. So you can still get that process going in in your brain, um, and that that also will make a, a pretty a pretty big deal. Another thing that I like to mess with, <clears throat> especially when it's colder out uh, or wet out. Is I want to I want to give myself a report card of what the grip is like, uh, and I'll roll out, uh, pull the I might be going ten miles an hour. I'll be straight up and down. Say the pavement's wet. I'll go. I'll accelerate. Pull the clutch in. I'll go to the rear brake, and I'll slowly build brake pressure till the rear wheel locks up. If that rear wheel rear, rear wheel locks up immediately, <laughs> I know I've got. I, there's no grip. There's no grip. But if I can build brake pressure and it takes a little while for the rear tire to lock up, then I know I know how grip level is going to be. So I literally give myself a, a, a traction indicator of what's going on. But again, it all starts with those motor controls and, and, and being able to develop that feel. It's great, a great, great drill to do that. I still do the same thing if people watch me ride. I don't care if it's 100 degrees out or 50 degrees out. I, I still am going to work on my initial brake feel when I, uh, before I ride every day go to the brakes, release them, go to the throttle, release it. I want to work on that intricate little, that intricate part of my motor controls so I establish my feel. So <clears throat> feel, it's a very difficult subject to talk about. Um, again, I can't give it to you. I can put you in a position to, to be able to develop it though and realize, okay, so what is feel about? You know, the more feel that we have, that we get a bike that we're happy with, the more confidence that we have. And we want to be able to react to what the motorcycle is doing in real time. Uh, this also starts a proactive, uh, proactive uh, thought process. So you've got some really fun things to work on. Um, I'd like to see I like to see people start to be able to practice this. You know, warm your brains up as you go to track days. Warm your brains up even on the races, uh, and and start to develop that develop that feel and give yourself some report cards for all of this. All right. Thanks everyone.